I think I'm just singing uh, West Side Story now. I don't know what our theme song is. Okay. We're live! We are live. We are live. Welcome to Up for a Challenge. Uh, which episode number? Number three. three. But if you want to be nerdtastic three. about it, it's kind of four if you count episode zero. That's true. Oh, I need to post episode zero, and I haven't okay. done that yet. I see what you're saying. So, I forgot episode zero. I was still thinking of that as the pilot that would never, ever, ever be released. <laughs> ever, ever. You know, where you, where, you know, before you brought me in on the show and you had, um, I don't know, Charles Nelson Riley as the third person. How'd you know? <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, exactly the ghost, it. The ghost of Charles Nelson Riley. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we couldn't get Paul Lynn, so. <laughs> yeah, so. Hmm. Yeah. Budget cuts. You guys keep talking. I have to drop out for one second. Oh, sure, sure, sure. All right. So how's your week, Sarah? Huh? It's been good, you know. Um, I told you I've been making masks. I showed you yeah. in the pre-show. There's no need yeah. to show it again. I know. Well, um, yeah. Well, oh, you think we should in the live? Some people can see them. I make yeah, masks. Show them the mask. This is one of my neoprene cat masks. If you like what you see, you can go to roguemasks.com and buy one. <laughs> This show sponsored by roguemasks.com. Rogue Sarah will cut me a check. <laughs> it all goes to the same household. That's true. That's true. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> um, I opened a business account. That was stressful, but really mm-hmm. good. The guy, I had like the most delightful man at the bank, and usually the bank people are very stern, but he was wearing this like lovely blue powder suit with like a black and white bow tie, and he was from Philadelphia. He was great. His name was Dan. Thanks, Dan. You made my banking experience awesome. Thank you, Dan. Was it with so, Wells Fargo? It was. Oh, with see, Wells okay. Fargo. I'm with Wells Fargo, but I hate Wells Fargo because they just have <laughs> been, they've just made my life hell for a year and a half. But uh, why? Well, it was just, uh, uh, it, was, it was back when I was living in Georgia and, uh, it was when my uh, uh, debit card, debit, you know, your, to mm-hmm. access your checking accounts, it expired um, and it was time to send me a new one. I never got it. And mm. so I went, I had to go to like a Wells Fargo branch and they were like, oh, well, according to this, it's mailed and blah, 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 blah. And so they would issue me a counter card, uh, at, which was only good for 30 days or 60 right. days. And they were like, well, you know, you'll get this new one. We've sent you a new one. And I went through this process for like a year. And, and, it, and it kept getting to me because I would forget that the counter card was going to expire. So I'd be mm-hmm. like in the middle of checking out with groceries or paying at a restaurant or something and... And all of a sudden, the, uh, the card would be denied because it had expired at midnight that right. morning. <clears throat> yeah. And so it was, it was a year-long process of right. apologies. So, <laughs> But I'm still with Wells Fargo. That's the thing. I just, right. Well, why? the thing is, it's like credit unions would be great if, yeah. you know, like with our profession, we travel. And it's really hard to be part of a credit union when you travel so much and yeah. like go yeah. to different states because then it's like you don't have that yeah. money. And like I know... When I lived out in California, Portland, it's when the Wachovia Wells Fargo thing was was changing over. So I had to open a new account with Wells Fargo, but I still had my old account with Wachovia. Right. Because they wouldn't accept Wachovia out where I was. And And the change... That's the same thing I went through, too, because I was with Wachovia, which is how I got Mm -hmm. folded into the Wells Fargo one. Yeah. Right. See, I was on the other side of it because I was in Florida during that time. So I... It was still Wachovia in Florida 
for like longer than it was in most other places. So while mm-hmm. Sarah was going through the other side of hell and you were going through the actual change, Florida was like, you got a whole extra year and a half. Yeah. yeah. And well, like Georgia and Florida were the last over. two to convert because they had the more Wachovias per like capita, I guess. And so they were changing from the West Coast uh, towards the East Coast. So when I was out mm-hmm. there is when the change was happening. So I had to. Um, and then, you know, which is fine. And then everything switched over. And so now I've got this account and another business account. They're like, well, you've been with us for like 15 years. You can have a credit card. And it's like, ah, oh, I don't yeah. know if I want a credit I card. I just remember when they were first union and first union gave out lollipops. <laughs> I remember uh, the the credit union that I belonged to in my in, in Albany, Georgia. It was actually I remember it had great rates, and they had this fantastic program mm-hmm. when I was a kid to get you to invest your money. And it was called yep. the mm-hmm. Johnny. It was called the Johnny Appleseed program. And oh, so, that's fun. Yeah, and so I think you only had to you know you had to open a savings account. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, co-signed with a parent. And uh, you had to put a minimum, I think, of $2 or $3 every month. And so you would go and do the deposit, and then you'd get a, a prize. And so oh, you'd get cool. some fun toy to incentivize saving. And so I remember mm-hmm. I, you know, I put I put quite a bit away when I was uh, seven years right. old in my Johnny <laughs> Appleseed account. Yeah. Right. We had something at the Phoenix Gerard Bank. It was the Mula Mula program. And Mula Mula was uh, this purple alien. He kind of looked like the one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people. But he was purple. Yeah. He had a green nose and, like, this, like, hat thing that came down. And, like, um, if you got on the honor roll, uh, they would open up an account and they would put money in it for you. So, like, in second grade was, like, the youngest you could be. Um, I was on the, you know, uh, honor roll. And so I opened, like, they opened the account for me because they were trying to teach kids about savings. And, like, you got... I feel like it was like you got $5 if you got um, all A's and like $3 if you got B's and it might have been more. And it would gain like a good amount of interest. Yeah. And so by the time I was 18, I had like 250 bucks, which isn't, you know, bad considering like, yeah. you know, for the four years there was $5 and then it like grew. That's more than I had when I was 18. Probably for so, the whole year. Yeah, yeah. But isn't well, that I closed amazing? it you out, think... and I had to buy my first year of college books, and it didn't even cover that. So. Yeah. It's just amazing when you think back to, you know, as a kid, and even when you were handed, like, a $10 bill, and you were like, oh, my God, there's yeah. so many things I can buy. A whole and... year of mm-hmm. tuition at CSU. <laughs> In right. 1948, sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I even remember being at 15, and, like, my parents were like, well, do you need any money? I was like, no, I don't. And they would still give me a 20, and I'm like, that's a lot. Yeah. Of money, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was like, mm-hmm. I didn't want to just squander Kid. it. Yeah. All right, I'll say the obligatory, kids today. Kids today. <laughs> but the thing is, I don't even know if they have programs like that anymore. Because they don't have they Mula have Mula today. anymore. <laughs> um, there is this one guy um, <clears throat> uh, from uh, Phoenix City who owns a car shop. And uh, last year, he gave $1 for every A that a kid made. And so at the end of the semester, every kid who got an A would get a dollar for each A. And he probably had gave out thousands of dollars, but it gave them an incentive of if you sure. work hard, it like pays off because they don't have any other program like that. But I also think, too, it's like, well, what if you aren't as academically smart? Are you hindering creativity? Because like I was reading this 
I saw this meme on Facebook the other day that was like, um, everyone's creative. You know, you're given a box of crayons in kindergarten, and you're told to draw and paint and whatever, and then you get to middle school and high school, and they switch those crayons out for boring books about math and science and, and history. So then when you get older and, and you think that you have this creative bug, it's not that. It's just that you've always been a creative person, but you've been told you can't give in to that. You know what I mean? And not that there's anything wrong. Like, I'm a huge history nerd, and I think astrology is fascinating, and, like, I don't think, you know, math and science is, is boring, but I just think that there's people who are really tactile and, like, want to express themselves through art or coloring or painting or, or something else, and I feel like, you know they are smart in their way because they see the world differently and we don't necessarily foster that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. just made me think. <laughs> you should be a guest on this thing we used to do, uh, Art Technique. <laughs> you going to plug your old show every time? Yeah. I every. live in, uh, what's it called? The past. Which the reminds past. me of the challenge that we had this week Yeah. Uh, and how it affected me would somebody like to set up what the challenge was sure. for this week um, it was my challenge about? so i'll i'll kind of review it was uh in okay. a nutshell it was an idea to be mindful uh of those conversations and situations where you are wrong um uh, an instance an event where you are presented with contrary information to whatever position you have taken or whatever you had been insistent about and just go Yep, I was 100% wrong in that mm-hmm. instance. And say it out loud, acknowledge it, say it to the other person. And uh, yeah, so that was the challenge in a nutshell. And I got to say, it was really funny. Um, I was able to uh, act upon my challenge within, I think, 30 minutes of us nice. completing wow. last week's podcast. We were, the, within the day, we were having yeah. the same. We yeah. had a false start. <laughs> we did have a false start. We were having a grammatical debate, and I called my yeah. father who's an English professor, and I was telling him, and he said we were both right because it depended on the tense, and we couldn't decide what the tense was because it was vague enough. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so. Yeah. but and, The and sentence so my- was, all boxes cost uh, 85 cents, and it didn't. Oh. And Jeff said, well, if so it's is present. So boxes, is boxes a plural of one box, or is oh, it, it was talking about a set group? Or is it yeah, right, each exactly. box costs. Yeah. That's what it was. It was each box cost, C-O-S-T, 85 cents. Um, and Jeff was like, it should be each box costs. And I said, no, it should be cost. Um, each cost 85 cents. But it's because he was hearing it in the present tense. And if it was in the present tense, it should be each box costs 85 yeah. cents. But I was hearing it in the past tense of each box cost 85 cents. Oh, I so, quantity. I was thinking so boxes totally cost and box costs. Yeah, a box okay. costs. Boxes but it was cost. I was thinking past tense, and he was thinking presidents because the box is already made. And so I was like, "Oh, well, it cost cost." You know. So anyway, we were both. And correct. you both held hands and looked deep into each other's eyes and said, "We're both wrong." Right. Yeah. We're That's both pretty much what happened. Wrong. <laughs> kind of. But um, see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, but uh, yeah, the, I like almost immediately last week, Jeff, when you were asking me the uh, mm-hmm. what should we call last week's episode and you were looking for title suggestions and I threw out my first suggestion of what the title was and didn't realize that's what you had called the previous week's episode. Like there was <laughs> there were similar names uh, because instead of referencing what was 
upcoming I, I don't know so basically i threw out words of something you had already called the previous episode and oh, I then see, when I, see. I and then when i asked for a suggestion of what did you call that previous week's episode you responded and i thought you were responding with what <laughs> i had just sent you and so i was like haha smart ass and then uh, and then realized you had answered my question and <laughs> Yeah, because you had to send another text. It was like, I did answer your question. Oh, gosh. Look at the above hold text. on. My, to be fair, my computer's I am about to die. Helpful. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Oh, computer emergency. And so, did a cat get in? She's going so, to get her charger because there's computer. Live broadcasts okay. are exciting. So, so yeah, so, uh, so I, it, it, within 30 minutes of issuing the challenge and us walking away, I had yeah. an opportunity to say, I am 100% wrong in this instance. And so that was, uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you, uh, universe. <laughs> um, I want to know, of course, if, Adam, you had any other events, but I think maybe, maybe we'll save <gasps> okay. you for kind of last. If, if, did you have another incident this week beyond that one? That sort um, of fit in the challenge parameters? I, I did. You know, some of them were, I, I would say, uh, smaller and maybe not as dramatic as that, that text oh, okay, okay. exchange. Um, but I will say, uh, and again, you know, I always tend to shift political, that I, uh, I really appreciated Jeb Bush creating a moment this week <laughs> uh, that kind of fed into the challenge a little bit uh, for those that don't pay attention to anything uh jeb bush uh <laughs> this earlier this week uh on monday was asked the question because again he's not officially a candidate for president uh, right. but was asked by megan kelly from fox news knowing what we know now about you know there were no uh, wmds in iraq and you know a litany of other things that we know now would you as a president still would have made that same decision that your brother did in uh, the decision to invade. And um, he, ba- he said, yes. And watching the, even the interview, wait, wait, watching the interview, there's a little something. If you watch Jeb's face before he answers and everyone was shocked. In slow motion replay yes. as you did over and over. Well, yeah, but no, no, no. So then the next day, his defense was he misunderstood the question. And if you watch the video, I think that is probably true. If you watch the face, but however, rather than saying I was wrong and misunderstood the question and my answer now is I would not have invaded, um, he sticks to his guns of I misunderstood the question, but my answer was true. And and so then that wasn't good enough. So then the next day, his uh, coming out with the statement and saying that uh, not that his answer was untrue, but it is uh, unfair to uh, and and uh, dishonest to the uh, the contributions of all the men and women in uniform to the troops for us to debate these hypotheticals. It's disrespectful. Um, and if you actually watch that quote, there's a fun moment where he goes and all the men and women in uniform, mostly men. Like he says that. Yeah, yeah. And everybody in the room, you can just feel kind of go, like, gasp. And then and then by I'm Thursday. I'm getting tired of, Thursday, of, like, these families who are like, well, let's just have the whole family run. Like, I, like that's what a monarchy yeah. and dynasty is. Like, that's yeah. why we don't have that. That's why and, we have elections every four years is so that we don't have the same family yeah. ruling us. And so Does that sound familiar? I don't know. I think w- everything went really wrong when uh, we asked George Washington to be king, and he said, "No, no, no, no." <laughs> we could have had King Actually, George. Didn't he do king like a Adams. thumbs up, thumbs down? Isn't that the way he answered? No, 
I have no idea. No. I wasn't there. <laughs> I it depended on, you know, you if his I've... dentures were in, because he had yeah. several different dentures. So if he was getting but... fitted for new hippo teeth, he probably couldn't speak. So he probably had I to can't speak. hear you for a minute because my yeah. phone just So rebooted, by Thursday, so Jeb finally, in a, in a very angry press conference, said, no, I wouldn't have invaded. Like, and, and it's you, you, you should watch his final response on Thursday. And it's basically like, you know, screw off. Don't ask. Don't ask me these hypothetical questions again. But oh my so I just uh, thank you to Jeb Bush uh, to creating an ongoing theater piece that addressed <laughs> largely. <laughs> but like, the how challenge. can you get behind a yeah. president who can't handle the pressure and who is so wishy-washy? I mean, sure. I like for me, it's like. You either know what you like. If you can admit when you're wrong, then I think there's more respect. And then you finally say no out of frustration. Like, yeah. what are you gonna do when like North Korea decides to point its nukes at us? Like, you're just yeah. gonna be like, well, I don't want to deal with this. Well, too bad. And, like, and that's and again, that's largely where the the challenge came out of last week. Is it was it was observations on sort of the the political culture and mm-hmm. the, and and political figures being so entrenched in ideology and positions that they they paint themselves in a corner where they can never say I was wrong they can never say that because then it admits a weakness that their uh, opponents could exploit or um, it you know it it just I don't know they're just so entrenched that they put themselves in a position where they can't say no right but so what what, what were you going to say Jeff I'm curious to know uh, I'm curious to know your experience this week Jeff Jeff I think we've lost Jeff. Jeff. Hold on. Sure, sure. Um, well, then I'll I'll keep talking. <laughs> you hold you... on. So now I I I have been left alone uh, on this podcast of three people, and uh, <laughs> shoot, I don't want to make it all about me. I mean, I guess I could. Jeffrey's uh, phone rebooted uh so he'll be joining my part of the world okay well goodness i all, all right. the technology well good so we'll we'll throw it over to jeff that uh-oh we get will. the cat get the cat don't let him <laughs> I, know, the I, I saw the cat sneak <laughs> in <Episode. laughs> live broadcast live today's show is brought to you by a train wreck <clears throat> all right all right so jeff um, before yes. I realized we had lost you, I was kind of throwing it over to you uh, to hear a little bit about uh, your experience this week and uh, with the challenge. I'm sorry, we have a cat yelling. It's don't worry. Okay. Yeah, so um, my experience this week with the challenge, actually our weird little uh, do-si-do that we just did of changing microphones <laughs> and things going wrong yeah. um, is actually ties into the biggest thing that I took away from the challenge this week. Which, it was really hard for me to remember an incident specifically, because that's just hard for me to do anyway. So I was thinking back, and I was racking my brain, and the best I came up with were all really kind of, I thought, kind of lame examples that weren't really worth sharing Mm -hmm. on a show. Things like, well, back when I started using OS X and started using Macs, I thought, oh, well, Macs can't get viruses, or Macs are easier to use, and the truth is they're just different. But all of those are examples that, that don't really, really, really matter. But this week, having to think about uh, having to think about each moment that was presented to me as an ins- uh, uh, with the question of, uh, am I wrong in this moment? 
or am I uh, continuing an idea just for the sake of pride Mm -hmm. or anything else in that moment Mm -hmm. was really awesome because it allowed me to be in that moment, which is, I think, a a big problem of mine. Um, And sometimes I'm either too far ahead of the present moment or I'm too far working out a problem in the past that happened a few minutes ago rather than dealing with what is in front of me right now. I think that's a great tie-in to talk about what our challenge will be. I had a feeling it was going to be something like this. this so let me continue my story, and then you can get me with Make that. You cry. Okay. I had a, I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Um, so there were uh, there were time there were just so many times this week where I was reminded of what's happening right now. <laughs> just like with the microphone thing, it's like mm-hmm. oh everything's blowing up. I can sit here and try to troubleshoot the problems while we're having this conversation, or I can try to have the conversation. At the end of the day, that's more important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it, it also inspired a lot of uh, gratitude in me and a lot of, I don't know, just, just joy. Because for a long time, um, ever since a couple of years ago, I have felt like I have been living my life through a glass. Like, I've been observing my life, um, but with the exception of a few moments, I haven't felt like I was always fully participating in it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm there, um, but I'm not really there, and it's it's an internal feeling that I, I just couldn't... It's like an internal spark, like this, like a, like a fire for life that I knew I was capable of when I was a kid, and I knew I was capable of up until somewhere in my 20s, but suddenly I was just like, oh, I guess I'm just this now, and, and that's, that's where I'm at, and I don't, I don't feel things anymore. Like, I just don't feel things, right? Yeah. And so uh, going through this week and having to be in the present in this way, um, I learned that at some point in my effort to solve problems, to stop things from attacking my life, to stop things from disintegrating or blowing up in my life, um, I became really anticipatory of what a result or an outcome could be. You know, kind of like how a guy thinks he's got all the answers, right? Right, yeah. And um, because I was in that spot, a lot of things skewed towards the negative for me because it's like, well, this is probably how it's going to lay out, and if it's going to go that way, then what's the point? Why am I doing anything? And yet my actions were still, if I really felt that way, then why was I trying to back when I was doing Polar Podcasts, why was I trying to produce podcasts? Why was I trying to do this, that, and the other? You know, I was still acting like someone who believes that the things he did mattered, but I was feeling and thinking like they didn't. And that's part of the thing that led to the collapse of the, of the previous podcast thing was just like, no, this matters. I don't, I, no one cares. I don't care about anything anymore, and I should just quit existing in some weird way. Do you know what I mean? And just coast. And uh, anyway, so to wrap it up, this week uh, I, I decide I made a decision uh, to quit thinking that I have all the answers and to a- approach things um, with gratitude and and with excitement and joy. I mean, like whatever's coming up next is going to be awesome and great, and of course it matters. And I am, I think, on the path to connecting more with who I used to be. And it's funny because that person that I used to be. Um, that was where most of the good results of my life came out of. But that so. person's still within you. I think it's just gotten piled on with 
adult stuff like bills and time management and well not just that but it's just just, just money too and just right, not that, having that, any money and just feeling like of, of you don't a, have freedom right exactly but that's yeah. but i mean it's still in you it hasn't gone away it's just gotten buried sure. under some stuff and so with that adam and i talked about <laughs> okay um what would be really i guess good that this week's you. challenge is is for it's, me yes it's specifically it's for, for me you. okay it's, it's for me for um yeah. and right. so we've titled it Choose your own adventure challenge. So, (laughs) um, because you generally, like, because I'm so sporadic, and you like to have a timeline, um, and when things go off your timeline or whatever, it it stresses you out, because if you don't know the destination or whatever, it, the unknown or whatever that you can't control, which is, you know, like, you're talking about you want to let go of some control and have some Can I talk about why that is real quick? No, not yet. (laughs) So, this challenge is to help you go outside your comfort zone. So, um, every day, at least once... Um, you have to ask um, an acquaintance or someone you don't really know to um, yeah. make a decision for you. So, like, um, <laughs> uh-huh. but let us, no, and, listen, listen, listen. And, and, and it can be, you know, we, we don't want to put you in a position where you're, you know, you're, you're putting a decision that's going to be expensive and, and put a huge right. financial burden on you. But right. something as simple as, you know, if you set the parameters of, all right, I've got, you know, seven bucks to eat lunch somewhere. Uh, so I walk up to somebody and say, you could give them an either or choice or, you know what I mean? Somebody that is going to dictate, uh, um, uh, an action, a small action in your life. And so you are Mm -hmm. surrendering completely to that other person's decision. Yeah? So I'm hiring an assistant. (laughs) No, but it's a different person every day. So you can't use the same person twice. Um, So So seven people. So seven people. And and they don't don't have to be total strangers. They can be like, you know, someone at Starbucks that you kind of know or some one of the tech people that you kind Mm -hmm. of work with but you don't really know. And you'd be like, hey, um, where's uh, an expensive inexpensive place to go to lunch um and then you go to maybe a new place you know or you say okay. it's between um mo's uh mics and something else and they say oh again yeah, those are fine but there's this other cool place then you should go because it's to sort of help you um i'm tempted to try to secretly record these things <laughs> um you could periscope them if you wanted i'm we tempted could, to but like i think it would be fun for you or like um because I know, like when we were when we do social situations, mm-hmm. if we start, if like we 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 plan something out, and someone's like, oh well, let's do an impromptu this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if it doesn't have good parking, or we you know it, it's worrisome, <laughs> and I get that because I'm that oh, way. I'm parking. that way too because parking in Atlanta is awful, and and sure. like if I'm driving with the luck I've had with my car, I'm like ah. But I think you know you're talking about the spontaneity that you wish you had, and I think this is a fun. Um, way to get you outside of your comfort zone. So it's going to be a little uncomfortable and you're probably not going to like it the first two times. But mm-hmm. I think in the end, you will see uh, the benefit of saying, so it's like yes, sex. and. <laughs> Go ahead. What'd sorry. you say? What'd you say? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay. Not with you. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And I'm if kidding. that's the case, I'm I don't kidding. want to know. No, I was talking about, no, I was talking about, you know, I was making a joke about, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Um, but, because see, I can tell uh, right now, for those of you who don't know Jeff, Jeff is uh, posturing in his way by, by being bumbling because he's very nervous, um, uh-huh. but uh, in a good way. And uh-huh. um, like Adam said, it's not our intention to completely stress you out, but it is to take little steps to help you. Um, you well, I'm interested. I, I, okay, yes, I, I will do so it. Of course, I, I accept the challenge. All right. I'm really up for it. I, I, the truth is, I hate making decisions. I hate it. I hate it. I, I know it. you I do. It. 
And the only reason I do it is because I feel like no one else will. And in most situations with your own life, it's not appropriate for other people to make decisions for you unless you're doing something fun like this. Um, (laughs) That I could use a little less control. Because it's also hard. Once you have it, it's hard to let it go. Like, it's hard to be like, "Ah." Yes, yes. Um, And especially, like, because we, in our life, get stressed out when we say we're going to do something and then... I know generally I'm the one who derails us because I'm like, oh, but it's a nice day. Let's go do this. Ah, oh, screw deadlines. And I know that that ends up stressing you out because, you know, you have a goal in mind. And- well, it's, I, I live in the world where in order to – it's stupid, but I feel like to do one – if you want to do one really great thing, it maybe means that there's like five to ten other okay or, or good things or sometimes equally great things that you have to say no to because you can only do – the idea of multitasking aside, you can only do one thing at a time and really be there. Right. Do you know what I mean? And so, like, when it's when it's a matter of, oh, let's go do something spontaneous, it's like, okay, well, this means that all this other stuff that we were going to do, we don't get to do, and we don't get to complain about not doing it later because we both agreed, <laughs> this is what sure. we want to do right now. And yeah. it gets hard in my but life see, sometimes when now, we... Like, but even now, you're, you're thinking about the end game. And I think Yeah, you, that's how I think. I think I write, at some point I'm going to die. That's, where, to I, that's more, where I live. But you're wanting to talk about more living in the present and the now. And I mm-hmm. think yeah. this challenge is a great way to help solidify the things that you said from last week's challenge that you kind of want to get back to. I, so I think it really ties in of helping you stay in the now. That's what, yeah. you know. As the Buddha that's, would that's say. That's good. I'm, I'm, I'm interested. As the Buddha, what would the Buddha say? Uh, stay in the now. I'm going to look that up. <laughs> so did he say that when he went to QT and got a big gulp? Maybe. Or like what the turtle says in Kung Fu Panda. What does the turtle say? Um, I know what the fox says. Yesterday is history. Oh. Tomorrow's a mystery. That's why today is a gift. The present. Ah, they also say that on Pinterest a lot, I bet. Right, uh-huh. but the I'm turtle sure and Kung Fu Panda there. said yeah. it, and it was very zentastic because the turtle was the all-knowing. Well, I'm I'm up, I'm up, I'm up for this. All so right. there I we go. Be fun. Um, is there anything else do... on the plate for this week? I, I don't know, but we I, are. I think that's. I think that was it because I think because yeah. uh, we were. I think well, it's your turn this week, buddy. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it just you know because we've this each had exciting. a personal one and and a group mm-hmm. one, I guess. So now. Uh, yeah, we're interested right. to see how uh, you break down under the pressure. <laughs> <laughs> and then next week, Adam and I kind of came up with a group one that kind of sprung yeah. off of yours. So we'll great. We'll At this point, you guys just run the show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm, look at him! I'm he's fine giving, with that. He's 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 uh he's surrendering to the now. <laughs> right? Good on you. <sighs> well, are we doing sign offs? Yeah, I think we are. Okay. All right. Well, Sarah, what's my sign off? Um. I don't know. Uh, oh, um, <laughs> see, see, that was good. I'm it gonna stay here. All right, I'm Jeff, and I'm gonna stay here. I'm Sarah, and I'm not. <laughs> and I'm Adam, and I gotta be somewhere in ten minutes. <laughs> okay. Well, in that case, we should go off the air, which means I have to go to the other room. Ha-ha! So goodbye, internet. <laughs> goodbye, internet. <laughs> goodbye, interwebs. That was a fun <laughs> episode. I mean, chaos I aside, I thought it was great. People but I nice think, but it was a great, it was a great sort of undercurrent or underlining of what we were talking about. So it was, <laughs> it was nice. Wasn't it? Yeah, it's it's nice to have that. The cat just poked back into your room. He's about to eat the mask. Go eat. Go get All right, the cat. Jeff, I can't turn mine off because I have a cat. Uh-huh.